I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. We're picking up from where we left off last week. Matt had just finished telling us about yet another accident. But now, we're about to delve into the world of BMW. Well, go um, on then. You, you've, you've mentioned BMWs then, so... I've mentioned BMWs, so yes. So what, what did you have? Um, I have had... How many have I had? I think I've only had the two, actually. Um, okay. When I met Mike, I believe I was... Was I driving the 530? Well, the th- I think you uh, had it. The actual first time we met, you were driving a Mondeo. Ah, uh, that would have been Ali. What, the red one? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that was... Big, that, big that, headlight that, Mondeo. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, scary. Scare, scared Mondeo. Yes. I think yeah, I think you did have I the BMW the at the Mondeo. time, but where was the Mondeo you were in? Yeah. So yes, so a car at that time was a uh, BMW 530i, uh, an E um, E60, WA04 something. I can't remember the rest. That was one of the first cars I think that I had on one of these PCP finance details and the uh, details deals. And deals. the only, yeah. only reason that I didn't keep that car longer was because it got to the end of its uh, agreed period and it was basically worth less than the balloon payment. Mm. Uh, mm. So I thought, what's the point? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, just give that back. Yeah. I, I, offered, I offered to buy it at a reduced price, but they wouldn't have it. No, they um, never do. They never do. And I subsequently discovered that it had, you know, it had been collected by them. I'd just given it back, walked away, been collected by them, gone to British car auctions, and they'd got two grand less for it than I had offered them. So stupid. Not bad. So stupid. Yeah. But they, they so rarely will do deals at the end of PCPs. Mm. Yeah. I owed I owed eight. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I I owed eight. The car was worth six, and I offered them. Is that right? No, I owed. Yeah, I owed eight. The car was worth six. I offered them six, and it sold at auction for four. That worked oh. out well, then, didn't it? That's so, a good business model, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's a really shrewd deal they worked out there. So <laughs> um, yeah, so that that went and was replaced actually by a much older BMW. Um, I think the only other one that I've had, unless I can remember, which was a, a very good friend of mine um, who sadly no longer walks this uh, mortal coil, um, which, you know, some might consider to be uh, an advantage, um, <laughs> was a, a BMW 740i um, E32. Oh, now you're talking. Oh, that's um, tasty. That was yeah. a... Um, that was an H registration. Um, they are uh, lovely. Yes. Proper vehicle, that. Yeah, um, it is. And that would, I would say, um, that is the most comfortable car I've ever driven. I did thousands and thousands, probably tens of thousands of miles in that car. Mm. And I would say that is um, even compared with my current transportation um i would say that is 
it was the most comfortable car that I've ever had. It literally was uh, a leather armchair on wheels. Those are um, proper sinister looking as well, especially in a dark yeah. color. Those are really evil. Mine was yeah, bur- <laughs> burgundy. The burgundy red I had. Oh, nice! With that. Very nice um, choice. But it was yeah. lovely car, automatic. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, you know, getting it in steer basically and and waft to wherever you yeah wanted to go. I would probably, if my current ride, my two thousand nine. Jag XJ um, didn't have the stupid sports wheels on the <laughs> limousine model. It might, it might come up to the standard. Yes, yeah, so if you had some smaller alloys on that, a bit more rubber. Yeah, if it had it, more rubber and not the yeah. stupid low twenty-inch BBS drug dealer alloys. Um, <laughs> oh dear. That um, well, they're standard to the car. They are original. Yes, but, they are original. Yeah. Um, but I, I just don't like them. And I, it's not. I mean, they don't look too bad. I suppose. I mean, they, they don't suit that model of the car. I get that they work on the XJR. Um, yeah. And and even maybe the you know, just the uh, just the the slightly sportier versions of the, the car, sport, but not sport premium. Yeah. Not not the long wheelbase limo. Um, mm. Yours is a sovereign. It shouldn't have those wheels. Mine's really. a sovereign. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, but um, yeah. I mean, certainly in terms of you know interior comfort and noise suppression and seat comfort, there's it's probably on a par with the BMW. But I just can't. I, you know, you still feel bumps and cracks. And you shouldn't um, in a car like that at all. There's, there's one on eBay for three and a half grand in the same colour you've described, the dark uh, red. Oh, dear. There's an E32. It's a 730i rather than a 740i. Right. But, yeah, it's, um, mm, yeah. It was, but that, that was a lovely car. And um, I did something silly in that. I, um, <laughs> um, uh, not, not an accident, but... Um, I was one of those idiots that thought, uh, ah, the water's not that deep. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and no, the water wasn't that deep, but the air intake was that low. It was. Um, yes. <laughs> the and, downfall uh, of many moments like that. Indeed. Fortunately, mm. our, um, our good friend James Harding, um, him of... Um, Alpha Ragazzi at Barnstable by way oh, yes. of throwing him a little piece of advertising. Um, <laughs> he um, he lovely managed motors. to uh, lovely motors. Yeah, very good. Yeah, free uh, free duffel coat with every order. Um, and um, yes, uh, he managed to um, basically he took the head off, kept it turning over until all the water came out, and put it back together, and miraculously it worked again. <laughs> <laughs> lovely very good so um so yes it uh, it was bad. but when when i was stuck in the middle of the water um this was at the um this was at land cross you know where it floods in that dip so oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and um so yes i broke down on that i was on my way to see a client with some laptops had it not been for the fact that they were desperate for these machines i i wouldn't have even gone but um mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um and uh, <laughs> But uh, so I drove, um, yeah, so I was stuck in the middle of this and thought, right, well, um, 
need the international rescue here. So um, you do what you do when you've been living in a Devonian village for a few years and you phone the farmer. Oh, yeah. Anyone's oh. got a tractor. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, hello, Ross. I've been a bit silly here. And um, <laughs> anyway, he, uh, he came along with his tractor uh, to tow me out. But the, the, the kind of the funny bit of the story was that he had his then uh, very young son with him, was still quite young, but he was probably only, I don't know, three or four then, uh, who'd come come for a ride with Daddy in the tractor to pull this idiot out of the mm. puddle. <laughs> and um, they they pulled up and I got out of my car and waded back to them and said hello. And um, uh, he's also a Charlie, as is my youngest son. And um, I said, hello, Charlie. And he said, hello, Matt. Why have you parked there? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. A very good question. And oh, I thought if, 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 if ever a four-year-old was destined for greatness. <laughs> um, he's, uh, I was going to say he's made a six-foot-seven man look very small there. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, he's yeah. assessed so, the situation perfectly. Yeah, he knows exactly uh, what's going on. Young, <laughs> young Charlie Head and son of Ross and Nicky and uh, Weir Gifford Devon, if, if he's... If he he's destined for greatness, and I believe it started on that day by me being a prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there we are. Um, so yeah, I think that's the that's the two BMWs. Um, I don't think I've got anything else that I particularly want to uh, want to bring to the party. I mean, there's a there's a few others which have you know been interesting like phil i've had a number of rovers um i managed to um uh what have i done with rovers in my time um well i managed to destroy the gearbox in the aforementioned sd1 that was my father's car excellent um, work <laughs> well you know you're a young driver it's a uh, reasonable size engine car. Sadly, it wasn't the three and a half, although that probably would have just made it worse. Yeah, that would have and been I death, thought, I think. And yeah. it's, you know, well, you know, it's got a, it, it, it ain't going to mind having the nuts revved off it in first gear and then the handbrake let it go. Surely. Surely oh, not. Fine. But, yeah. but, oh, dear. But it, but it, it did. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I managed to destroy the gearbox in that. As I said before, it was his company car at the time, and they mm. you know, had one of these sort of mechanical insurance policies mm. for their their fleet. They probably ran a couple of hundred cars at the time. So, right. um, yes, he managed to get it get it fixed and asked me to, if you wouldn't mind awfully not doing that again, I'd appreciate it kind of <laughs> conversations. Yeah, um, sort of explained it to you. Yes. So, yes. Um, <laughs> so, done that. Um, there is actually a good story involving another one of my father's cars. Oh, no. <laughs> Go on, then. Uh, Volvo 740 GLE Estate. Um, think Fine choice. Me, uh, yes. Um, again, lovely car. Um, yeah. Uh, his company car, but which I drove a lot. Um, and I drove a lot um, because um, I believe it or not. I mean, I'm about to say two things that I know neither of you will believe. But um, <laughs> when I was younger, um, I didn't used to drink very much alcohol. Uh, and I used to have several friends. <laughs> I'm not sure which of those is, is least believable. Um, <laughs> 
so um so uh, evenings and weekends you know when car was at home and mm. a few of us wanted to go out um uh he would allow me to take his uh, car because i could fit more people in in comfort um because it also it did have the the fold up seats in the boot facing backwards uh, yep yeah very good uh, ah, so um yes i would you know i would i, I would drive because as i say i wasn't really bothered whether i uh, had a drink or not in those days when i was out and about and whereas now i need several even if i don't go anywhere um <laughs> oh absolutely and yes. um and as i say and I had occasion to go out with with six people and i can't ever imagine when that would be the case these days unless they were all guards um <laughs> so, uh, so yes one day um out with a few friends of mine and there's a um I dropped uh, one of these guys off um, uh, at, a, at a railway station, actually a railway station, um, a village called Raysbury, which is somewhere where I used to live and um, still have friends in, uh, just near Staines, near Heathrow Airport. And mm. um, the village where the Magna Carta was signed, everyone thinks it was actually signed at the memorial to it on uh, Runnymede, but it was actually signed on the road leading from Raysbury to... Um, to stains but um there you go piece of oh. unrelated trivia oh, well, um, that's that. we've got a history there absolutely uh, you don't get to my age without knowing where the magna carta finds you know <laughs> um, i'm you know I, I like to uphold the rights of magna carta it's like tony hancock says you know must uphold the beliefs of magna carta she must not die in vain um and um so yes, driving back, drop, <laughs> dropped him off at uh, Raysbury uh, train. Well, actually, a train station called Sunnymeads. Raysbury train station is on the outskirts. Sunnymeads is in the middle. Uh, dropped him off there. Um, drove along. Guy called Steve Maiden. Bit of a sad story, actually. I mean, he's my age, or possibly even, or was a couple of years younger, and uh, died um, a couple of years ago. Very sad. Anyway, oh, um, at the time, he was the source of the amusement, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, dropped him off drove away sort of started accelerating down the road and whoever was sat in the back can't remember um shouted stop he's running after us oh dear and i stopped i stopped very rapidly to coincide uh with his maximum velocity in trying oh, to catch dear. us up oh no and he came in through the back windscreen. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I tell you, you've got to be. You know, there's 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 some Newtonian physics going on there that says, you know, that he was he wasn't going slow, and I stopped very quickly. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. The, and um, the stopping distance of a full speed dickhead is uh, quite different. Yeah. So um, yeah, and he didn't. So, yes, he he came in through the rear window of my dad's 740 GLE estate. Um, so that was a that was another fairly sheepish conversation with my father that evening. Um, oh, oh dear, yeah. sorry, Dad. There's yeah. a person-shaped hole in the rear of your vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> I recall he was he was in the bath when I got home, and I said I really need to speak to you, and he sort of appeared dripping wet in his dressing gown and said, what is it? And I thought, oh, actually, I probably should have let you finish your bath first. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, if anything, he crashed into you, so it's fine. Well, exactly, you see. Again, oh, there is what, that. 
wasn't true. wasn't my fault. No, no, but, that um, wasn't irresponsible driving. It was irresponsible running. So yes, yeah. Well, all running is irresponsible. As far as I'm concerned, well, yeah, that's <laughs> one, isn't it? True, there's no other kind. No, it's not a else. method of transport. It's not. No, it's 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 not. I mean, you know, I I enjoy as much as the next man, but yeah, I can't understand this 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 running lark. I, no, no, no. no. I don't know. Um, so yes, that was a a, a little um, another little story um, about cars. Um, well, go on then. I think to summarise your collection, then what's been your absolute favourite? Okay, I'll tell you what my cars have been best at, and then I suppose I'll have to pick a number one. We've we've already discussed that nothing can and ever will touch a Datsun Stanza for heating. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have yet to own a vehicle which cools down the occupants any quicker than my Rover 75. I was so hoping the Rover 75 would feature yes. on this list. It's well, been mentioned you know, several times on this you, podcast already. You have mentioned it several times, <laughs> yes. and, and Phil mentioned it in quite, not quite such pleasant terms during his episodes, which you know I shall I shall have, be having discussions with him about you his comments in due course. With him in due course. <laughs> <laughs> shall, yes. <laughs> Well, he likes running, so it may involve a sudden stop at one point. But <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yes, it might the, be worth sacrificing the rear window of your XJ for that. Uh, mm, yeah, possibly. Yes, <laughs> although yeah, the problem with Phil is he's only nine stone soaking wet, so he probably actually wouldn't come through it. But um... <laughs> mm, that's true. Just bounce off your boot lid. Yeah. Indeed. But uh, no, I uh, I like Phil very much. Um, mm. And, not the uh, opinions of your Rover 75. But, uh, yes, <laughs> no, my Rover 75 was a lovely car. It was. Have anyone say anything other? That <laughs> really, genuinely was. I really and, liked it. <laughs> yeah, and that that was that, that that was the best car I've owned in terms of, of being able to cool you down quickly. Um, the the mm. aircon on that was was fantastic. Interesting. Um, I very much enjoyed the BMW 740. Um, yeah, for, that's a solid choice for, for comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jags not bad for the same reasons, and um, when when Mike buys an XJR with normal wheels on it, and we swap, um, <laughs> then I think that's um, a standing agreement. Whatever it, I buy, if it's got different wheels on it, we're going to have to swap. That's right. Yep. Um, yes, if they if they fit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're you're having mine. Um, so. Yeah, um, I've enjoyed driving some uh, some four by fours. As you know, I've had a couple of L two hundred pickups. I've had a couple of Jeeps. Um, mm-hmm. The um, the three liter diesel served a purpose for both myself personally and the business for several years, and was yeah. used uh, was used by several members of staff as well, including um, Phil, <laughs> including Phil. Yes. Um, Yes, he didn't have anything bad to say about that, did he? Hmm. Um, <laughs> mm. I'd say it left an oil puddle on one of our um, largest clients' car parks. But no, anyway, well, that's, no, 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 that's fine. Um, and uh, yeah, the 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 five liter V eight petrol version that I had of that several years before for a, a few months was was more fun. Um, that is the correct engine. Uh, yes. I enjoyed yes. those. <laughs> I mean, I suppose if I. I can't really choose best because I've had so many um, 
cars and i mean you know not not only is best very subjective um it's you know i yeah i don't think i could pick a best car i think if i if i had to have a if i needed a sort of practical comfortable daily cruiser it would be the the e32 the 740i Mm. Um, mm, that I is think. up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I had to pick a car that I wish I still had, and the car that I had the most fun driving, and is probably the top of my I wish I still had that car, uh, it would be the Datsun 280ZX. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't argue with you on that one. No. No, um, something quite special about that, particularly think- in the spec you described. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, there was something both um, both sublime, uh, succinct, and yet still somehow so tacky about yes. it all, all <laughs> at once. Um, mm. And, um, mm. yeah, I think that would be um, – that would probably be, if I, could, if I could have any of my car again, uh, I think it would be that one. Um, yeah, there's a couple that I absolutely wouldn't touch again with a barge pole. Um, one of which would have been my um, uh, my only other previous Jaguar, actually the uh, the XJR um, XJ40. Um, oh, right, okay. that was, interesting. That was, that was revolting. Um, mm. I didn't I didn't like it. It was uncomfortable. It uh, I didn't like the xj40 styling particularly um i i i sort of got the car by accident a friend of mine was selling it i took a bit of a punt and i mainly bought it because it had a cherished number plate on it which was h4 xjr and i thought okay "Hmm, Uh... if jag make another xjr in the future because there wasn't a current xjr at that time Mm. um yeah uh, I thought if they ever make an XJR again, that plate's going to be worth more than the car, and I'm quite sure they that's... Have, they I'm have quite... made several since. <laughs> yes, and it would be quite interesting to see. I'm just going to do one of those annoying clicky things. Um, and <laughs> see if the plate's still going. If see if it's still going, and, yes. and if so, what, what it's on. It is on a Jaguar XJR first registered in 1991, so it's still on the same car. Bloody hell. Oh, bloody but it ran out... But its MOT ran out in August 2010. <laughs> oh, so I don't think it's on the road anymore. Doesn't no, sound that's... like it, does it? No, no. That place is um, waste then. Yeah, yeah. That's a shame. And you got to think of those XJ40s. Not very many of them were R's. No, that was very, very rare. Yeah, um, they didn't so, do many R's in of no, the XJ40. No, but I, 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 I hated it. Um, Interesting um, because the XJ40 was Phil's favourite car, and he said the only car he would, without hesitation, buy back. Buy back, yes, yeah. and it's it's absolutely in my um, top one of ones I wouldn't. <laughs> it um, would be interesting to for you to I don't mind well, say for you to try one. You may have already tried it, uh, but just a, a non R version. To see if it were more appealing. Yeah, because Phil's was a sovereign, wasn't it? Not an R. Yes. I yes, it's, it's entirely possible. Yeah. Um, but um, what else have I had that I wouldn't have again? Um, 
I've had a couple of voxels. I I I don't have oh the, don't have the passionate hatred for them that that you do. It's um, not hatred. It's just boredom. No, well, they are insipid. Yeah, they're vehicles, just in, they're sure. just tedious. Yeah. yeah, I've driven. I mean, the only one that I've ever owned that was half interesting to drive, but still didn't really look that great, was a um, Carlton GSI three thousand. Oh, um, never, never quite made the Lotus Carlton, unfortunately. No, um, but the GSI was. Was okay, but you know it was a Carlton. Um, <laughs> Again, uh, its its redeeming feature is that you can pretend to be a plainclothes policeman. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, um, other voxels of note. Well, I use note in the loosest sense of the word. Um, well, there was the aforementioned Mother's Nova, which was a, uh, a featured early on in my life. I had mm. a couple of Cavaliers. Um, okay. I've had a couple of um, had the Carlton. I had an Omega two point five V six. Um, that wasn't a bad car at all. Like those. actually, yes, yeah. that was probably my favourite Vauxhall of the ones yeah. that I've owned. Um, um, yeah, they were okay. It was quite nice. Um, oh, I could tell you about another one that I had an incident in. Um, oh, please do. If, if, yeah. if, uh, which was a Vauxhall. Um, I, I, I bought fairly early on in my um, I, oh, I, I enjoyed an element of financial success fairly early on in my professional career. Um, <laughs> clearly, it let me have it then. You've been because trying it to get back there. But I did buy. Um, it wasn't brand new, but it was an ex-dealer demo. Um, I think it only had about 300 miles on the clock when I bought it. Um, an Astra GTE convertible. Oh. Um, I'm just going to check here, but I think it was F555 SLR. Oh, so Mark II with the digital dash in it. With the digital dash on it. Oh, Absolutely. yes. Um, yep. Yeah. And uh, I had that from quite new uh i've misremembered the number the the date's right but it's it's a voxel astra but it's it's yellow and mine was definitely not yellow <laughs> no. i can't see you in a yellow car ever ah no then sort. in which case we need to talk about a mercedes in a minute oh shit um oh, a yellow mercedes. mercedes yeah oh was it an slk uh, no, it was the oh. it, it was a it was a two forty e, but the two point six Cosworth uh, okay. um, saloon oh, that they did. Interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, I used to call it the banana boat. I had a kick ass stereo in it. That car. Anyway, we're going yes. off topic. We're we're we're, we're talking about <laughs> shitty voxels at the moment. Um, <laughs> so Not tasty uh, Mercedes. Yeah, yes. So unless um, yeah. Either I've misremembered the the plate, or someone did indeed have it repainted and re-registered in yellow. Um, but uh, I suppose it's possible. Yeah, but um, anyway, yes. Um, Vauxhall Astra GT convertible, digital dash, and had an interesting accident in that. Um, again, not my fault. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and unusually this time didn't involve me collecting any other vehicles during course of said accident. <laughs> oh, well, um, well done. Driving to work one day, minding my business, uh, van, uh, white van man pulled out 
um, from a side turning. Um, so basically, again, my choice was to, there was nothing coming the other way. So my choice was to T-bone him or go up the pavement on the other side of the road. Mm. Um, so I did that, um, collected no cars, collected no pedestrians, um, <laughs> knocked down the church wall. Oh, dear. Oh, um, Jesus was very cross with you. Yeah. Jesus will not be happy with that. A very, very good pun. Um, and um, he, um, yes, uh, he wouldn't be very happy with me. And to this day, if you drive into Staines from uh, the sort of previous um, roundabout, or Laylam, Laylam Golf Club, not Laylam Golf Club, um, Ashford, Ashford Manor Golf Club, Mm-hmm. Roundabout into Staines. There's a church halfway along there on the right hand side, and the near corner of their wall is still slightly different colored bricks to the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> from, dear. From that accident. Very from good. that accident, which would have been 1990, <laughs> 1991, something like that. Oh, Christ. Um, so <laughs> that was that. And uh, yes, um, we, we sort of uh, accidentally touched upon the Mercedes. Um, yes, I had a Mercedes 190E in, um, in yellow. Um, I don't think I've ever seen one of those in yellow. With, the, um, with the, all the sort of Cosworth sports kit on it. Yeah. Not, I mean, you have to remember, this is, yeah, it wasn't in your face RS styling like they did with the the Sierras. No, um, no, this no, was no. Much, You know, this was this was more considerate, sort of you know boot lip spoiler like they eventually did on the RS five hundred, the the mm. Sierra Sapphire. Um, yeah. And yeah, and uh, yes, front air dam and side skirts, but very you know very narrow, very much understated. More subtle. Yes, um, absolutely. And uh, but yeah, again, yeah. Uh, no, my, my dad had one as a company car for a short period, right? Wonderful thing, mm. yeah. Mm. I enjoy that very much. The, the, the story I'm reminded of, uh, I purchased it and uh didn't share it with it was my car, but I had a friend of mine back in the day called Mick who was a car dealer mm. and he used to drive it sometime on his trade plates and we were out one day in that car in a pub in windsor um it's actually the bells of oosley at old windsor i recall and he was one of the first people i ever knew to have a mobile phone we'd all had car phones at this point oh yeah and, and a couple <laughs> and, a, and a couple of people had had the sort of walk around, you know, where you're basically carrying the car oh, battery around. Oh God, yeah, you got this suitcase to go with it. But, yeah, but this was one of the uh, this was one of the first sort of mobile, sort of Motorola, sort of molded mm-hmm. plastic, yeah, yeah. things um, with the sort of quite tall but solid plastic aerial. Oh yeah, you'll have someone's eye out with that. Um, yeah, and <laughs> the aerial's um, a bit urgent. <laughs> yes. And he had um, he had one of those phones, and we were in the pub that day. And for some reason, uh, it was probably mine because, uh, well, I still am a golfist, although having not played golf for several years now. Um, but I, back in that in those days, I was a very keen golfer, and I think one of my 
there was a phasing golf of uh, the sort of head covers that you would put on the drivers and that. Uh, you, you could buy cartoon characters and oh, all yeah. sorts of Novelty weird and wonderful items. shapes mm. to put on. And I had an Ed the Duck driver oh, cover. Oh, she did. Obviously, um, it's a perfect which, for that. Exactly. Um, so I had an Ed the Duck uh, head cover uh, that we'd taken into the pub and he'd put his mobile phone on the bar with this Ed the Duck head cover on it. And oh. the only thing I remember about really about that car, because we were in it on this given day and that day, was that at some point during the evening's proceedings, um, Ed the Duck vibrated and fell off the bar. <laughs> oh, dear. Nobody's um, ever said that before. No, no. exactly. So, um, oh, no. So that was, I think, uh, have I had any other Mercedes? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. I nearly bought one this time. I nearly bought a... Um, you did look at a few, didn't you? Yeah. I nearly bought a, um, a CLS... Oh, um, I do have a bit of a, a a soft spot for one of those. Yeah, grey grey suit, white shirt, no tie, Ray Donovan. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, nearly <laughs> nearly bought one of those. There was one for sale at Garage in Biddeford for months and months during lockdown because obviously no no one could go and see it or buy it. Mm. And uh, but it was yeah, it was a little bit it was a bit a bit north of what I was looking to spend. Um, mm. It's gone now, but that was, yeah, I think it was uh, a 350, I think. Um, oh. CLS 350. I'm quite yeah, partial quite to pleasant. those. And that might still, it's still on the, still on the acquisition radar um, for, for future, future purchases. Yeah. Um, they're quite elegant for a modern Merc really, aren't they? Yes, indeed. Mm. Um, don't think I've had any other Mercedes. Um, yeah, you'd have to throw brands at me, really. I forget well, half of them. Um, but yeah, Vauxhalls. Don't think there was any others. I think we've, I think we've dealt with Vauxhall. Oh, did have a. Um, uh, oh God, what's their um, Frontera? Oh dear. But, oh. Had, but the the short wheelbase version, which right. looked much, much, much better than <laughs> the standard one. I mean, the only saving grace was that. It was an Isuzu, so it was going mm. to work at least. It did work. It was that was it was very very bumpy. Um, <laughs> but we yeah we had one of those for a little while, and in fact when we sold it, we sold it to the um, the chap that uh, does or um, well did and probably still does um, fish out of Clavelli. Oh yeah yeah. Um, he um, yeah he bought it, and I saw it. A couple of years later, and of course, because it's had subsequently been parked on the seafront at Clavelli, uh, yeah, Holes. Uh, just rust everywhere. <laughs> yeah. All gone. It was all gone frilly. It's the only thing that held it together. But we enjoyed it um, uh, for for a time. That was our first sort of foray into the sort of four by four sector. Mm. Um, We've never really had many SUVs, which Adam will be pleased about. Oh, um, I can just do one, can't I? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a couple that I'd <laughs> no. there are a couple no. that I would consider. Um, there is there is um, one exception to the rule, which has, and we will all agree on this, and that's a Series One Range Rover. It's not an SUV though, so it's fine. No. <laughs> True. No. Yeah, Series One Range Rover would um, would be okay. Never had, never had a Range Rover. Um, have I had anything Land Rover? Not owned, no. 
drove a Freelander for a while, but it wasn't mine. Mm. Um, Dreadful and things. I've done just, just as well. <laughs> and I've done, you know, I've done event days and experience days, uh, both mm. uh, organised with their vehicles and um, privately with mates, nineties um, and one tens. Um, mm-hmm. See, I'd I could have pegged you for a disco actually. Again, I have considered Ooh. them in the past. I yeah. like the new ones again now. I couldn't stand the previous two generations with that ridiculously shaped back door and had the number plate offset. Mm. Um, yes, that was a stupid bit of design, wasn't don't, it? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't like those at all. Series 1 discos I really liked. Oh, um, if you can get like a three-door, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, that's the thing, um, if you can find one. Stick a, yeah. yeah. Strip it out, stick a roll cage in it, and that would be a, a fun thing to go play <laughs> with. Oh, yeah. a bit of camel trophy action. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. I'll, I'll be a bit of uh, camel trophy action. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, no, never never had one of those. Um, I don't – well, here we go. Contention is about to descend upon the conversation. Mm. Um, as Mike is well aware, and I think you probably – as well um i do not like porsches it's been lovely having you on yeah i don't i don't get them yeah I don't, I don't get them i've been in many i've driven a few and no nah, I, I don't know i did see a take the other day there are a few um, around now, which, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which I thought, oh, I like that. And I think yeah. the reason I like it is because it doesn't look like a push from behind. <laughs> no, it's well, not, yeah, not, I, not, not, not the classically, not the classic Porsche. No, it's, it's in the current Porsche range. Yes. Yes. It, yes um, um, the only Porsche that I've ever liked the look of, actually, um, I did quite. I almost, almost <laughs> bought a nine four four once. It's a good choice. Um, it is and but I yeah nine elevens uh, just don't do anything for me. Um, oh, yeah. no. I've never understood the point of the Panamera. Um, I. Uh, I mean, Porsche 959, obviously, you know, I had that poster referring back to one of your earlier episodes. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, so oh. ne- never owned one of those, probably never will. Um, yeah, that's fine. You're allowed your incorrect opinions. It's not yes, I, it's, you know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I do have, a, I do have a, a soft spot for several Ferraris. Um, Yes, you I often think, mention that as the, the yes, as the opinion. Yeah. That, that's think, the goal, is it? Um, well, not really. I, uh, Mike knows I'm, I'm really not that aspirational about cars and things these days. I mean, if I, if I could, my favorite Ferrari in terms, modern Ferrari in terms of styling would be the 355. Mm. Um, I do worry, though. Would you actually fit in one? Well, there is this issue, of course. Mm. Um, yeah, they're quite yeah. small, though. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, probably not. But I, I, I like how they look. 
Mm. Um, I mean, uh, going going further back, um, obviously, you know, a, a 365 GTC would be very nice. Thank you. But I'm not sure I'd fit in that either. <laughs> no, that's going to have um, to be just something to look at. Yeah. yeah. Or surgery, one of the two. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it's probably it's probably not going to happen. I tell yeah. you, what, one thing I'd quite like to touch on actually, go on before, before we wrapped things up, is you mentioned a little earlier. You mentioned uh, Keke Rosberg. Yeah, and I've I've seen your memorabilia collection. Yeah, and it seems you're quite fond of Formula One from quite a specific era. Yes, I um, I was a massive F1 fan um, probably up till, well, I mean, my interest certainly waned when they started sounding like hair dryers. Mm. Um, that's for sure. Uh, yes, I mean, uh, late 90s, I think, is probably where my my interest started to come to an end. And, and mid-noughties, I think, uh, I've not, I haven't watched a race for, Six years, seven years. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, late eighties, early nineties. You know, Rosberg, Senna, Prost, Mansell. Um, yeah, that that sort of era. Era. Um, yeah, you're in a bit of a sweet spot there, aren't you? Yeah, I really was. I kind of started with the well when my sort of earliest recollection was being getting into F1. Um, presumably from my father. I don't actually remember what. Uh, piqued my interest to uh, to make a horrible play on words for PK um, <laughs> at the time. Um, but um, he would have been one of the drivers at the time, but the, 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 the Tyrrell six-wheeler. Um, mm. And then, yeah, uh, very in still sort of through the, you know, the Mansell Senna Prost years and, you know, was absolutely delighted uh, at something that no one else will ever achieve of, you know, Mansell getting to, albeit briefly, be both Formula One and IndyCar world champion at the same time, which I think was, was 94 season, I think, was it? Or... Uh, 93. 93. Yeah. Thank you. That... Um, oh, you're all over it, aren't you? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was that was good. And I loved the livery on on the cars back then. I mean, I, you know, I was a smoker back in the day. So give, oh. me a, give me a, you know, back, you know, when they had those... You know the Renault, the Williams Renault engine that would do you know fifteen hundred horsepower in qualifying trim, and you know a packet of camels zipping around in front of you at one hundred and forty mile an hour. I mean, what's not to like? Well, that's it. It's, um, it's gonna it's gonna sell cigarettes. That is, we got your your Marlboros on your McLarens, and yeah, yeah, and we're yeah. all well away. That's right. But, and you're gonna you're gonna not put anything other than elf petrol in your car, and you you're gonna go out and buy a Canon camera. Yep, um, it's, it, <laughs> there it is. It's what you did, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and what to, oh, the, while drinking Labatt's. While drinking oh, Labatt's, yeah, <laughs> um, very good. Or, or uh, yes, that was uh, that was on Williams, wasn't it? That was yes, yeah, hmm. yeah. So, no, that, um, that that was. I'd have to agree that was probably peak era, wasn't it? That was yeah. that was really. Um, Really spot on. Um, I really got. Uh, I was. I was into F one. Yeah, say probably for twenty years, and then yeah, I'm just just not anymore. Um, I uh, I might give it another go. Um, 
but it's, uh, I mean, it's to be honest, if if you're going to try, it's it's the year two. There's actually some competition occurring, but it's okay. I, it's become I've, slightly less processional again. Yeah, there's there's actually a fight for the top position at the moment. It's very odd. It's the first year I've watched it, probably like you said, since probably six seven years since I last watched a race. Yeah. Probably. Okay. It's just it's one of those things, isn't it? We've been stuck indoors for so long. Yes. <laughs> when when the season started, I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a try. Yep. Fair. And and yeah, just pot luck that it happened to be uh, a bit of competition. Hmm. So, yeah, I might have look. to. Um, yeah. Okay. I might have to. I might have to butter you up for one of your um, spare Sky Go accounts. Oh, I'm sure um, that can be arranged. And. Uh... <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. mind you that like you mentioned at the beginning of that where you said the hair dryers they still sound ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no improvement there. I'm afraid. No. There's I'm, no I'm, screaming V10s. No, that's it. There's, there's, yeah. Give me give me the V10 or even the even the V the V6s weren't too bad, but uh, yeah, this what are they running these days? Something ridiculous. Two and a bit liter four cylinder or something aren't they now well i think they're even less than that i think they're i think they're about 1.6 aren't they really oh, right. yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i think they're v6s right all the, all the hybrid gubbins to go with it all the uh all the uh, electricery that uh, that runs alongside mm. uh, i'm tempted to get into formula e i notice is it is it mclaren that are gonna do a formula e team next year uh i think they're doing that uh, Formula Extreme instead. Sorry, actually, Formula Extreme, which yeah. is the kind of off-road malarkey, right? Uh, but, a bit, but it is uh, McLaren that are doing it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, well, they've been they've been dipping their toe into various things actually because they've got uh, a, a toe in IndyCar as well at the moment as well. Uh, yes, they do, don't they? They ran. Um, was it Alonso ran ran the five hundred for them, didn't they? In um, in classic McLaren orange, I. That's right, yeah, and, and papaya yeah. orange. There you go, papaya. Oh orange. dear. There you go. <laughs> yeah, now I did. I like that. I mean, I I got expect like a like a lot of people in this country. I mean, I I started watching IndyCar when Mansell went there. Yes, um, yeah, I think we all thought, did, didn't we? Right, let's have a look at what this is all about. And I really liked actually. Again, the um, one of your early podcasts was talking about liveries, and uh, mm. as I mm. said to you. Uh, 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 away from uh, this, um, I can't believe that neither of you remembered the uh, the Porsche uh, Golf uh, livery. But um, that was a that was a big oversight on both of your parts. And oh, terribly just, sorry if we missed that. No, consider apologize. yourself consider yourselves chastised. Oh, shamed. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. yes. Don't worry. It's not in the Catholic sense. Um, <laughs> and. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yes, and of course, I will remember that uh, sort of Newman Haas '94 car or '93, whatever it was, livery. You know, the Kmart. Um, oh yeah, uh, Ma- yeah, Mansell's sort of black and white, wasn't it? Man- it was Mansell's just... black and white Kmart special. Yes, and uh, just gutted for him that he didn't want. If there hadn't have been that yellow flag, he'd have won the Indy 500 uh, at, at the time as well. But. Uh, he just uh, he he wasn't used to the uh, the rolling starts, was he? And um, no, 
just uh, just got caught out by that. But yeah, that must have been absolutely gutting. But uh, mm. no, very much a, a, a fan of his. Um, I think I detect from an early age that I was going to become a miserable old sod, so I could very much relate to one who was good at what he did. Um, oh yeah, he was. Uh, uh, he's certainly a difficult one to uh, to interview, particularly if you're part of the media. That's an awkward one, isn't it? It is, yeah. A disgruntled brummy. Disgruntled brummy. Mm. If we're um, if we're about to wrap things up, um, I've I said to Mike several weeks ago, I have, I have a little question oh, for on, you, uh, or uh, uh, an automotive quiz, if you will. Oh Ooh, God, um, we love a quiz. You uh, <laughs> yes, so um. You you touched upon um, similar things in in an earlier uh, recording. Uh, you talked about some some firsts, and you touched mm-hmm. upon safety and all of those sorts of things. And um, I asked Mike this question, and he didn't know the answer. And he also promised me he wouldn't look it up. No, and before, I have before I asked I him all about so, it. So okay. we'll see, then. So we'll see if you know about this. Do you know the first car that ever featured a remote key fob for locking and unlocking oh it's not the obvious answer because i tried that and you said it wasn't because i said well that sort of tech is always first seen on the mercedes s class Um, that is what you said and it is yes the wrong answer it is not that so that that was my guess (laughs) i will i will give you I, I can offer you a couple of clues. Um, you, I, have men- you have mentioned the vehicle before, and you have mentioned it in relation to Bond. Oh, really? Oh, well, that does narrow it down. It's interesting, because that, uh, that wasn't going to be my guess, actually. I only said in um, relation to Bond, not necessarily Bond's cars. Oh dear! Oh, right, he's I'm going to cryptic now. Yeah, well, I'm going to put you out of your misery. Uh, I I was going to go American. Okay, well, you're equally wrong. Okay, uh, that's fine then. I won't I won't bother guessing. I, I was... <laughs> my um, I thought it was going to be uh, a Lincoln Continental or a town car. No, it was the Renault Fuego. Really. Yes, that's that's unbelievable. (laughs) And you know how in this country and uh, quite a lot of countries we refer to that key fob as the blipper. Oh yes, yeah. Well, um, that's actually um, uh, that's been a slight um, bastardization, shall we say? Of it was originally called the plipper because it was designed. Uh, invented by a guy called Paul Lipschutz, and he took the P from his first name and the Lip from his surname, and called it the Plipper, which has then become the Blipper. Oh, that's fantastic! That's um, tremendous. I would never, ever in a million years have guessed the Renault Fuego. No, no I wouldn't. No, you, you wouldn't guess a French thing. Do you and, know what? No, no, you wouldn't. And the other thing about that car, and there's there's another first which I. Um, reliably informed is mm. also uh, the same car, the second generation of the Fuego. Mm. What they introduced 
was the first car where they introduced controls on the steering wheel for the radio. Wow, I like wow. that. Wow. Uh, so I don't think he I don't think even Hubnut mentioned that when he reviewed one a little while ago. That's that's <laughs> incredible knowledge. Very right. good. Well, it's just uh, it's one of those things that it's probably the only piece of automotive trivia that I've ever retained and you probably wouldn't know. <laughs> it's probably no. the only time Renault has had a first as well. That's amazing. Yeah. No, that is impressive. I like that. I'll yeah. tell you what. I tell you what, my uh, my original reckoning of it being American, I remember yeah. why I thought that. Technically speaking, it was a sort of keyless entry. Uh, do you remember cars of a certain era in America on the driver's door had the number keypad? No. They no, did, I but above, above the handle on the driver's door, there was a, a numerical keypad. Uh, I think normally in a horizontal line rather than, rather than a square keypad, where right. you could punch in uh, a four-digit code to unlock the door. Wow. Okay, that's, that's, that's very a, interesting. That's mm. a new one on me. I've yeah. never seen one of those. The only thing I remember seeing first time, and in fact, I don't ever recall seeing on any vehicles outside of america was a on one of my trips to the states i uh, picked up a rental and it was a ford what did they call it the taurus was effectively the granada there was a slightly smaller one was it a tempo tempo yeah yeah, yeah. which was their slightly smaller um sedan there you go there's the american to <laughs> no, yeah there you go make up for the um simultaneously earlier so that, that's um, mended all the bridges that's, there that's yes, mended all the bridges. yeah <laughs> we didn't manage fender but we we managed that we've got um, a sedan yes. we got a sedan and um uh yeah rented this and uh opened the door and the uh the seatbelt bit moved across electrically oh god yes to yes. the other side of the door of course yeah yes. because and i just my immediate thought was fuck me they can't even be bothered to pull the seat belt on themselves <laughs> <laughs> yep it really it really isn't far off from that is it it's not it's true it's the trouble so, is, you still have to clip in the lap bit, don't you? Yeah, you do. yeah. And the, the trouble is, you wonder how many of them actually bothered. Well, really? yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, I've never, never seen that on a car outside North America, I don't think. No, even in the early days of testing and rules, that would have never have worked over here. No. That would have been shown got shown the door many times oh yeah absolutely. come back when you've done the seatbelt properly yeah yes. <laughs> yes well of course they ended up buying volvo the world number one in uh, that technology yes. Oh, yes yeah so, yeah the glorious voice of reason for all vehicles there yeah, well <laughs> yes oh yes well we touched upon a couple of volvos there was there was another one the um s um uh, is it the s yeah, there was S sixty. Was that a was that a thing? What am I thinking of? A small small saloon or smallish uh, saloon. S sixty. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, that does that does sound correct. I mean, I know that is a modern. No, model. that's yeah. I was going to say that's a modern model. That's not what. That's not that can't be. Oh yeah, first generation two thousand. That's the one. Yeah. 
first generation 2000 to 2009 s60 right. okay yeah that's because they they look yeah. remarkably similar to the 80 don't they as well yes so, yeah. um, easy yes, to was, get those confused there was one of those in the mix with the um with the t5 engine mm-hmm. the five cylinder jobby um Re- renault engine i think wasn't it all steady was that was that a renault engine oh i think in that era possibly not no i don't know i think clutching at straws it was one of the not very long-lived ones that i had it was a it was the 2.2.3 liter v5 um because they then went to 2.4 in the latter years but still of the series one um, yeah, I believe. Um, but yeah, um, no, I believe right. you're right. I think they were. I think they were actually Volvo engines at that point. Right, fair enough. Um, so yeah, a couple, couple of those. Um, mm, very good. I like that. Well, you're never going to get an argument with me on that. No, indeed. No, Volvo. you are a Volvo man through and through. Aren't well, you? that's it. Yeah, I basically got the estate version of what you had. So mm. all is well. Mike and I would like to say a big thank you to Matt for telling us his car tales. We thoroughly enjoyed it. Be sure to check out Stuff and Waffle on Twitter and Instagram, and feel free to email stuffandwaffle at gmail.com.